0: Uh, we're back. It's Thursday, March 18th. We're at the Ohio um Graham was able to make it today, but I got Craig with me. How are you guys doing today?
1: I'm doing well. How are you, Chris?
0: Good. I guess I should say, how are you doing? It's how you guys <laughs> kind of, what do you call it? Um, yeah, repetition. Yeah, I'm used to saying guys, so no worries. Well, well Craig, what a frustrating morning, I got to tell you. Uh, I was kind of hoping today, today is like Thursday, we tape for a couple of days, and I thought we could have a nice, soft news day, you know, where we're not talking about anything super exciting or super urgent or super important. Well, Ohio doesn't do it again. Um, some light-breaking news, and ah, I'm going to have to yell, Craig. I don't want to do this, if I got to. Um, sadly, uh, Casey Goodson, and I'm a little bit more passionate about this because it happened in my area. I was on Craig before the show, probably about two miles away from where I live. Um, on our black man, um, he had a gun. He was legally allowed to carry a gun. Uh, he was shot and killed December 4th um, by a Franklin County deputy. Um, so far, they claim there's an investigation going, um, but you know, we sit here March 18th, we haven't heard anything. Um, and I'm not the type that would say Craig, I'm always weirded out a little bit about when police officers get charged. Um, I, I, I don't know what the right answer is. But nothing's happened. We haven't heard a thing. And it's still being investigated. But And it ticks me off, Craig, because there's we've got, what, two we've got multiple cases of unarmed people of color being shot. So, you know, we're trying, we're Differentiating that, which is upsetting our our community, but you know the one that happened after Casey Goodson, there's been charged. They're trying to prosecute him. This right, one we not hurt anything at all, right? So, right. And so, and, and I'll I'll vent live so you can talk too, Craig. But uh, news breaks last night. They released the autopsy in the Casey Goodson case. Uh, the guy gets shot six times, five times to right, the back. And, Craig, we're not police officers. We're just journalists who cover this stuff. But why are you getting shot five times in the back? I, I I mean, you know, there's no police video. That's another thing that ticks me off. There's nothing, so we're just relying. And we can't ask Casey Goodson what happened. We could just ask the police officer that we don't know if he's... I believe really he know if the guy lost his job, to be honest. And right.
1: it,
0: it's just... Very, very disappointing, man. I, I, I mean, I don't know police procedures, but why are you shooting people five times in the back? I mean, if you, you're feeling... If you, if the officer felt like his life is being threatened, you don't shoot the guy five times in the back. Oh, it's just tough. Well, let me like to talk about Vince some more.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is... You know, it, it's, it's strange how, when there's police involved in a shooting, how slow the process can be to... To find justice one way or another, um, and to see that you know five of the six shots were in the back just shows you that there there may not have been an immediate threat to anybody's life if someone's shot in the back. It just it's plain and simple, you know. And, and police are not taught to shoot if someone runs or someone turns their back. I, it just there's a lot of unanswered questions that we we obviously hope to see answers to. And, you know, here we are, like you said, in March, we, we still don't really know any answers. We, we don't know if the officers involved, if anybody's lost their job. We don't know if anybody has really been disciplined or you know anything like that. And it just seems like one of these cases where, you know, poli- the, the police department does not want to get in, you know, to get the, the word out because it's not going to look good on them. It already doesn't. But, you know, if if everything comes to light that needs to come to light, this is probably one of those cases where it's not going to make them look good. And it's going to cause even more anger and frustration than there already is.
0: And, you know, from reading the story, frankly, kind doesn't have body cameras yet. Sorry, Craig, it's 2021. And maybe you can make the argument that you could say, well, you know, what about this small department that doesn't have money? You might be able to make the argument here. It's the Franklin County deputies, one of the largest counties in Ohio.
1: Well, it's Sorry. funny because you say that, and most departments now have body cams in, in a yeah. lot of a lot of cities and even villages in the area. Um, up in my area of rural Ohio, many, many, many departments have body cams. Now, I know that they're not spending as much money as, say, Franklin County would have to to supply all their deputies or detectives or Whoever may may need a body cam. So I know it's going to be expensive, but if you think about it apples to apples, the chunk of the budget that it would cost for you to supply those body cams would probably be similar to the chunk of a budget that, say, a smaller department would have. So, um, you know, the Sadusky County Sheriff's Office, what I cover, has the largest budget in police and they have the largest budget in Sandusky County, and it's a little over six to $7 million in a given year. So you think about them supplying all of their deputies and some, you know, in most cases, they're detectives with body cameras. It would probably be a similar, you know, proportion taken out of the Franklin County police department, you know, or the Franklin County Sheriff's department budget, you know, for them to supply body cameras. It's, it is, you know, it's 20, it's 2021. I think, you know, when I did stories on why our sheriff's office transitioned to having body cameras, it was because they wanted to have transparency. They wanted to have the opportunity that if someone ever said the sheriff's o- the sheriff's office treated me like garbage, here's the video, you make the call on whether or not you think the sheriff's deputy treated this person badly. That's yeah. what these can be as well, not just document information but also for protection. If the sheriff's office here in Sadusky County gets you know, accused of something, they're going to have body camera footage yeah. that's going to show you one way or another whether they acted right or didn't act right. And that's part of the process of, of, of why they wanted body cameras. It wasn't just for documenting things like this where maybe there was an aggressive action. It's also to document, you know, everyday things that happen on the street where you know, maybe someone says, Hey, this person assaulted me, or this person did something, or, you know, sassed or whatever it may have been. So, you know, that's what body cameras do as well. They help document and allow for transparency.
0: Yeah. I mean, great investigative tool. I mean, yeah. obviously, they're not there when a crime happens, but you use that in investigation. <laughs> and, you know, Hey, I'm going to talk in a second about why I respect police officers, because I do. I mean, my dad was a police officer for a long time. I mean, I respect the heck out of police officers, but if I'm a police officer, which I don't think I could do, it's a tough, thankless job. Yeah. I, I totally get that. But if you have a body camera, or like in this other case, the guy has freaking body camera off, you know crap's going down. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: It's, it's very suspect. Yeah, it's very suspect. I have a body camera,
0: turn it on. And if you're doing your job right, no one has to say anything. Yeah. And in, in this case of Jason Meade, um, you know, they didn't have body cameras. Okay. So shame on the Franklin County, you know, department, you know, sheriff's department. Shame on them. But the thing would be is, like, with a body camera, if Jason Mead, okay, who knows? Maybe Jason Mead's sitting out there, and there's an investigation, and something happened that we didn't know about, and maybe Jason Mead was correct. From everything I'm reading, I don't see how that's the case, but say, say it is the case. Well, if he had a body camera, he could take out that body camera and say, hey, look, here's my side of the story. Without that, You know, you don't have that, which is dumb. And and let me, Craig, let me detour for a second. Um, Because somebody out there who's watching this, and I get this. I I have Facebook posts where I got called every name in the book because I said, hey, I'm a media member. And I feel sad because my media friends are being having their lives threatened and everything. And, And I got screamed at for that, which was outrageous. Um. You know, if you know me and you're listening to this, you're probably sitting there going, well, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Um, His dad was a police chaplain. He should back the blue and he should support the police. I support the police. Um, Police was important to my dad. Uh, Police supported my dad. Um, Craig, my dad passed probably about five years ago. They had a full police salute at his funeral. And it made me really emotional because everybody my dad talked about it was special to him. Were doing really nice things for him at the funeral, and you heard him like he's they're like, "Hey, this is him." I'm like, "Wow, this is guys that were special to my dad." So, I I have a real soft spot in my heart for the police, but at the same time, we walked to the Canton Police Department where my dad served, and my dad's like, "Hey, not everybody's in it for right reason." Um. There was a Canton police officer that killed his pregnant girlfriend. He's serving life in prison right now. Um, my dad knew the guy. My dad hung out with the guy. My dad tried to help the guy, uh, like he would ride in the car with him and counsel him and stuff like that. And and my dad would point out, said, look, not all these guys are in for the right reason. It broke my dad's heart. And, and I say all that because somebody's out there going, well, Chris doesn't support the police. No, Chris supports the police. Chris is mad when the people who are problems, which seems to be the case in this Casey Goodson shooting as well as the other shooting, are screwing up and not doing the right thing, and nothing's being done about it, or very little is being done about it, you know? I I, I don't know. It's it, it just it's so disappointing and frustrating, and it, it turns into a political thing because, you know, Think about what's the George Floyd thing. Uh, you had former President Trump. You know, you know, he was just saying, "Oh, back to blue, back to blue, back to blue." Well, you can back to blue, and you can cry for justice.
1: Yeah,
0: and um, we don't get this politically because of all the divisiveness, especially in the last four years. Now we're sitting here and we're even like, "Well, if we back the blue, then the blue is always right." Bull crap. Right. The blue isn't always right, and, and it, it, it's sad. It's tough. And I, I'm sure some people are out there like, well, they're they're trying to escape the media. You gotta wait for the answers. Well, it, it's been four
1: months. Yeah. Yeah. T- yeah tell I mean, me
0: tell me something about what happened.
1: You, you, you do know? need to wait for the answers, but it probably shouldn't take four months. I mean, this is you know the ultimate dragging your feet because you know you're pro- they're probably sitting on the results of, of, of really what happened and everything. And, and knowing that it's not going to be a good look. And I think, you know, what, you know you've know, made a great point that you can support police and understand that they make some severe mistakes and, and fatal mistakes that are unforgivable. And even as much as you and I or Joe Schmo on the street, police do not like when other police officers mess up. And I think that's the misconception maybe too, is that you know, most people think that when, you know, when things like this happen, every police officer just rushes to the defense of the of the police officer. That is that is not true. You know, you, I talk to a lot of police. That's part of my beat that I cover every day. And they will they hold themselves to a high standard and they will tell you that it makes them sick when they see these cases because they know that not every police officer is like that but they unfortunately know that there are some that are and you know we've had cases where you know i've covered high profile cases in our county that you know the sedeski county sheriff was a drug addict and he was stealing you know prescription uh, take back boxes from police departments um i also covered his lead detective who Um, severely messed up a, you know, murder investigation and, you know, ended up going to prison himself for, you know, basically, you know, fudging the case to try to make it, you know, appear that these, you know, these three innocent African-Americans had had something to do with a murder that they didn't. And, you know, and those people, those police officers in the county, although they, they know, they knew those people for years and years and years, they hated them for what they did. You know, they, they couldn't forgive them for what they did. And I think people, you know, fail to realize sometimes that, you know, you're always your harsh, your own harshest critic, I think. And, and I think police are, are no different, you know, and it's unfortunate that every profession out there, you're going to have good, bad and, and great and ugly, you know, you're going to have everything in between, you know, from great to ugly, And every profession has it, whether it's policing, whether it's, you know, gas station attendance, whether it's journalist, whether it's it doesn't matter. You can enter any career into the field and you're going to have great play, you know, great people. You're going to have bad, you know, bad people. And unfortunately, this is one that we hold to a higher standard because they are supposed to uphold the law. And in a lot of cases they do, but sometimes they don't. And, you know, it gets ugly when they don't.
0: And here's the other thing, kind of. And I'll say, it, it pisses me off. And, and you might say, hey, why are you using that language? Well, I'm kind of ticked off this morning. Um, you know, the dispatch uh, published a profanity-laced tirade on its on its website from Casey Goodson's mom. And you might say, well, why'd you po- post that? Well, hey, you got a mom that doesn't have her son right now, and we're not sure what the heck happened. All right. Sorry, yeah, I, sure. I, I don't use that language Okay, you know. that may not be what I did But I have two kids I, I, I get it mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, you know, you, you'd be upset If you lost your kid, for one And two, cool. if you lost your kid And you're not sure if it was for the right reason Or, you know, hey I might say something I, I wouldn't say, too. But here's the other thing. We're in Sunshine Week, and you know, I felt weird about doing that segment earlier because because you know, I, I I told Craig and Brandon right before we started saying, hey, you know, Sunshine Week, I'm not sure people understand or give a care. Well, here's a good reason why right. you should be kicked off by Sunshine Law Week. This was released by the victim's family. Now, I'm assuming, and we don't know for sure, be- that maybe the victim family got this yesterday because I'm sure they would have released it right away, but it was released to the victim family. The Columbus dispatch had a public records request since December for this report. Right. Nothing got released.
1: Yeah, I mean I've, I've been there, done that with autopsy reports. Uh, yeah, should be at least a preliminary autopsy report revealed. Now I'm not sure if the dispatch has reported on that. I'm sure they probably have, but for a full autopsy report, yeah, there are times where it can take several months, especially if they're, you know, delayed because of toxicology reports, but now you get to the, you know, you get to the point now where it's been probably enough time, and I would imagine they would expedite this autopsy ahead of some other autopsies to get it done a little sooner, um, just because of the, the issues at hand, and, you know, yeah, this is, you know, going on four months, that's not a good sign. You know, we've seen precedents set in, in some of these public record law cases where three months is probably the standard bear. and if it takes longer than three months, then it seems like you're delaying the record's release.
0: Well, release it to family, release it to media. Sorry, yeah. pu- public record.
1: Yeah. And,
0: and you can you can say, well, we, we don't know how the public will respond. We'll train the officers there, And get... You know, body cameras. So, you know, if you're in the right, which, I mean, there's a link on, our, on the dispatch website to a story talking about how, as a pastor, which, hey, as a Christian, I, I'm starting to scratch my head about that too. But the guy's the pastor in his spare time where he's trying to justify force during sermons. Craig, this is messed up, man. Damn. and again, yeah, you know, I'm sure some people out there are like, boy, Chris used to be a really great conservative to back to police. No, this smells like a freaking skunk yeah and I'm not a bleeding heart liberal by any means i'm I'm sitting here and I don't know Casey Goodson, but I've got a a young girl uh a daughter of color um and I've got a fourteen year old that has i mean he's got special needs. And he may not listen to police. Not that he's a bad guy,
1: right? But we're
0: trying to teach him how to function from day to day, right? Um, and you know, two miles away from a house, and again, I'm, I have no idea if Casey Goodson had. I don't think he had special needs or anything. But I, I mean, I, I'm trying to teach two kids on how to react to police just in general, to respect them and everything and stuff. And you know, it's not about me. It, it's about the sad case of Casey Goodson, but it's. I don't know, man. Uh, I I hate to I hate to bum people out with this, and I hate to take people off who are. I mean, I'm a I'm a police supporter, and hey, I I support Franklin County Sheriff's Department. I support Columbus Police. Um, But come on, guys. I mean, this just smells bad, and you you know. it's tough. Any of the thoughts on this? I, I'm bummed out, too. And, no, no. no. And, it's and it's you,
1: tragic. It's just tragic, and it's sad that we have to talk about it, but I think it's good to talk about these things because we, you know, especially with our jobs in the media, we should not let up any pressure on things like this because – the moment you do and and this is what this is one of those classic stories of why i say people should support local journalism not not that you'll you're not going to have local journalism in columbus it's a big city but just anywhere in the state of ohio because you know so many people want answers to this and i highly doubt that a lot of people have filed public records requests aside from media and maybe the family so you know this is this is what we as journalists try to do which is work on behalf of the people to get them the answers to, to stories and to questions like this, even though, you know, we probably don't want the answers to it because it's sad, but we need the answers to it.
0: Yeah. And and you might sit here and say, well, are you taking sides? No, I'm not taking sides. I I'm just, you know, part of a show, you know, we're journalists. we, We kind of report on what our friends in journalism report on. And honestly, Craig, I gotta call. I mean, we gotta call balls and strikes here. Yeah. You know, if, if something sinks, we gotta tell it. And when police do a good job, they gotta tell it. And honestly, I saw the news alert while I was eating supper last night. And I'm like, oh boy, I, we gotta talk about it. And it, it makes you sad because I like the police department. I, I, I'll say what it is. And I think you can be objective and support police. I mean, it's part of your community. You hope they do a good job,
1: right? Absolutely. And
0: like I said, we gotta call ball because. It wasn't just a ball that just missed the plate. It was a wild pitch. <laughs> it was like, um, uh, what was that movie I was watching every day? Um, Bull Durham, you know, the guy who couldn't. He kept throwing things that broke windows and everything. I, I mean, you know, it was a Bull Durham wild, and yeah. not in a good way or funny yeah. way, yeah, just sad way. So, yeah. all right, well, that was our first segment of the Ohio. And Again, you know, as a quasi news source. We gotta tell Lake it is. So, all right, we'll be back in a minute. Uh, thanks for checking us out. Thank you for checking our sponsors and, and continuing to share us. And thanks for checking out the Highland. Have Have a great day.